Well, welcome in, everybody, to a very special edition of Fight Freaks Unite, the podcast. I am TJ Reeves here as part of the Big Fight Weekend Podcast Network. And all of our coverage of the Sweet Science on Big Fight Weekend. In a moment, the reason that you are here, Dan Raphael has caught up with WBC top contender in the lightweight division, Ryan Garcia, for some exclusive comments about Garcia now being mandated by the WBC to fight Isak Cruz out of Mexico in an upcoming eliminator fight for their number one contender spot. Of course, what's looming is the champion from the WBC, Devin Haney, fighting George Cambosis coming up on June 4th in the United States, June 5th in Australia. And allegedly now this would align the Garcia Cruz winner to get the winner of that fight. So Dan's got great comments from Ryan Garcia coming up in just a second here on Fight Freaks Unite. Garcia is not only going to talk about his situation, but that Haney Cambosis fight coming up in the preview mode. And of course, he's going to have a thought on the upset by Dimitri Bivol over uh, Canelo Alvarez this past weekend because Ryan used to train side by side with Canelo Alvarez in Eddie Reynoso's camp and in his gym. So Dan asked him comments about that as well. Quick reminder that, again, if you were already following or subscribing to the Big Fight Weekend podcast, a network of shows, you got an automatic notification about this brand new podcast. You're good. For the rest of you, they're just finding us because of the Big Fight Weekend uh, website, because of Dan's uh, Substack and Fight Freaks Unite on Substack.com from Dan Rayfield. Uh, whether you're just finding us because of a social media link, make sure you're following or subscribing this podcast feed. Hit the follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get podcasts. Hit that, and then you don't even have to have a social media link or uh, the website, etc., to link you to it. You're going to get an automatic notification light, the ding, whatever, on the phone, the iPad, that the new podcast is here. And as always, we come your way with a Big Fight Weekend preview on Friday for the weekend, including this weekend for the Charlo Castaño rematch for the undisputed 154-pound title. We'll have a preview out Friday for that fight Saturday. All the fights, all the activity. And then Fight Freaks Unite comes back in the recap mode off the fight weekend. Dan Rayfield with me for both of those, the preview and the recap. All right, without further delay, let's get to it. Dan's conversation on Tuesday afternoon with Ryan Garcia about the news about him being mandated, his reaction to that. Again, conversation further about Devin Haney and about Canelo Alvarez's defeat. All of that right now. All right, I'd like to welcome in a lightweight star and lightweight contender Ryan Garcia to the podcast. Ryan, as we tape this, we just found out uh, today uh, which is on Tuesday, that the WBC has ordered you against Isaac Pitbull Cruz in a WBC lightweight elimination fight, uh, which is a fight I know prior to your victory against Emmanuel Togo that took place in April, before that fight was made, you had said very strongly that you were interested in fighting Isaac Pitbull Cruz. It didn't come to pass for a variety of reasons. You got your victory. He went on and knocked out uh, Yuri Orcas Gambo in dominating fashion on the Errol Spence undercard uh, you know with him against Ugas uh, a few weeks ago when you heard about the order from the WBC what was your reaction you got to be pumped up for this uh super pumped up uh because this has everything that I wanted to fight hype and it has uh, you know people believing that this guy can somewhat beat me and you know this is just what what the fans think so to me, it's just super exciting. He can't go anywhere and and try to get away from this fight, you know. That you know, I, and I'm just so excited. I'm not saying he would, but 
I'm saying this makes it even a better chance that it goes down, and I'm going to try to bring this to LA and just turn the whole city up. And there's, I mean, it's, it's going to be massive. This is going to be a massive fight, uh, and you could already feel it. How did you find out that the WC, WBC had made the order? Um, I know that they sent out a letter, right, an email, and then uh, obviously when Mike Compager posted it on Twitter, um, I was like, oh, man, this is this is real. Like, I already kind of knew because of, like, the email, but when it got announced, I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, it's real. Uh, like, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just so excited right now. I'm really am. Did you? I mean, I had gotten a, a message from the WBC about it also earlier today. Were, were you expecting the order, or was it? Did it kind of catch? I know you know you're highly ranked, but did it catch you by surprise at all? Uh, I mean, in a way, it did. But you know, when you know when you, you uh, I'm not Never mind. No problem. <laughs> no problem. Um, but anyway, it's 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 obviously a big matchup. I know it's a fight you've wanted. Uh, <laughs> The question I have, though, is, so according to what the WBC told me, uh, if, if the two sides cannot work out an agreement, you know how this works, that they'll have a purse bid on June 14th. I wonder if you think that, that your teams can actually make a deal and get this done, or is it going to have to go to a purse bid? Uh, you know, I, I think it will get to purse bid. Uh, just my first thoughts, just looking at it. Uh, and hopefully we can speed that process up. You know what I mean? Let's skip all of it and let's get to the purse bid. Um, I, I know that's what uh, my team's going to want to do. So um, so we'll see. You know, that's just a recommendation we're going to try to see. And hopefully uh, Cruz is with that as well. You know, I mean, let's just skip everything and let, let's get let's get to the to the business. You know, because I really want this fight to go down July 16th at the Staples Center. Staples Center is open. So the faster we get this worked out, the better chance we could do to make a huge event in the city of L.A. So that's why I would want this to get done as quick as possible. And, and yeah, I'll say, what do you think of the actual fight itself? I mean, I know you, you know, you both make exciting fights, but give me your sort of your first thought about, you know, the actual combat, how that happens, how that goes down. Yeah. I mean, without, I mean, it's not like I'm giving out any crazy eye opening information on, on, on my strategy. But one thing we do know is Cruz comes forward, and um, you know I, I'm obviously longer and have a higher reach, and uh, I mean a longer reach, and you know I'm going to use my advantages, and there's nothing he can do about that. That's just facts, and it's just physics. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's not going to be able to uh, hit. He has to come in. Can't outbox me. That's not his style. So I expect him to do what Pitbull Cruz does, which is attack, and then it's my job to find the openings and catch him coming in. I know there's a high chance I knock him out. Um, and, you know, and it's going to make for a great fight because he's not going to go anywhere like my last opponent. He's going to try to win. And that's what I want, somebody to try to win and give me a great match. Um, very confident I'll beat him, but uh, I, I'm not going to take him lightly. And I understand that he's going to come to fight. And I'm excited. Do that's you feel it. like uh, getting in the, you know, you'd been off obviously for a while before you had your fight uh, you know, on April 9th with to go, uh, do you feel like that those 12 rounds and a unanimous decision and plus a knockdown, do you feel like that like took the took care of the, whatever potential rust there may have been? This is what I will say. They called my last fight the, the return, right? Mm -hmm. To me, this is really my return. I, they should have called the last fight the tune-up. 
<laughs> you know right. what I mean? Uh, this is really my, I feel so much better. I'm in a much better place even from then. And then on top of it, uh, I, I seen the little technical flaws that I, I have had already kind of fixed. But since the time off, uh, I had to shake that off and I had to see it for myself over a 12-round fight. And now I have even more information on how to pace myself in a 12-round fight or how to train for a 12-round. I, I just have way better knowledge and experience now moving forward. But I don't, I don't expect this fight to go a 12-round fight again. But I'm way better prepared for a 12-round fight. You understand? Yeah, definitely. And so let me ask you that. How, I mean, that was your first fight with uh, with Joe Goosen. How is that going? I mean, that partnership, I mean, obviously you've been, uh, you trained with him for that fight. Uh, I'm not sure if you've been in the gym since the fight, but you'll obviously train with him for the upcoming fight. How is that relationship going in terms of fighter to trainer, even though I know you guys have known each other for many years? It's been, it's great, man. I'm so happy to be training with Joe. Uh, and moving forward, we're just going to get better. You know, we're we're collaborators. He's not a dictator. You know, we respect each other's uh, opinions on strategy and how to, you know, make things uh, better. And I know that our relationship is, gonna, is just going to grow uh, in the ring and outside the ring. And, uh, man, this team, me and him can really take this to heights that, uh, that I don't even know. You know, I, mean, I just know that I have a high chance of becoming everything I want to be. And, and, uh, and with Joe by my side, I'm confident we could do it. So in terms of uh, Isaac Cruz, you know, we have discussed uh, the, the nature of what happened with the Gervonta Davis fight. A lot of people thought he won the fight. But since then, you know, whether, that, whether you think he won or lost, but he fought since then, that was the Gamboa fight that I mentioned where he scored uh, knockdowns in rounds two, three, four, and totally dominated uh, and mm-hmm. shut out him, uh, the older fighter until he knocked him out. I wonder if you saw that fight, and if you did, what did you think of his performance against Yuri Urkis Gamboa? Uh, honestly, I was hoping that he did knock him out. I wanted him to knock him out. I wanted him to look great. Um, and he did, you know, for, for what Isaac is, you know what I mean? He's an aggressive fighter and, you know, look, I'm not going to talk, I'm not going to say anything bad about Cruz. What I will say is that he's going to make an exciting fight right. for this fight with me. And, you know, I'm happy he knocked out Gamboa and, uh, you know, Gamboa should hang him up. He's done. Understood. Uh, So the winner of the fight between yourself and Cruz, if it comes off, is going to be in that prime position uh, because it's an eliminator. uh, And because by that time, all of the titles will be unified because George Cambosis and Devin Haney, they fight each other early next month in Australia for the undisputed title. Uh, I know you follow these guys. You have opinions on their fights. Uh, What do you think of that matchup? Uh, Devin Haney is going to be traveling to Australia in the not-too-distant future to beat you. He's there in plenty of time before the fight. I know George Cambosis is totally psyched about fighting in front of a big crowd at at home in Australia. Uh, Give me your thoughts on that matchup. Um, I'm happy for them. They're going to have their own big fight and, um, you know, made the best man win. Now, if you're talking about the actual fight, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a very interesting fight because I think Cambosis is in a great place mindset wise and confident and, you know, just really at his peak right now. So, I, I can't throw him outside the fight completely, but I think that Devin Haney has all the tools to really beat him fairly easy on the scorecards. But I won't be surprised if Cambosis can find a way to get a decision victory, especially in Australia. Mm-hmm. And 
and then there is no rematch clause on that part if he wins. So that will open me up for a huge mega fight for all the bouts with Cambosis. Uh, but even if Devin Haney wins, let's get it on. I, I, I'll jump into, a, obviously, the fight because I'm going to be the mandatory. And we'll throw a huge fight, me and Devin. So either way, whoever wins, um, let's fucking go. Yeah, you know I what I mean? Obviously, if Devin's the winner, I mean, uh, George will have that option for the rematch. But I guess we'll have yeah, to wait and that, see. That's what, that's what sucks. If Devin wins, then I have to wait. You know what I mean? That sucks. So but, but I don't you, want that. But you have to be excited that you know that if you beat Cruz and it, you know that fight happens, you have to say that because who knows what will actually end up happening. But you're going to get a title shot, obviously. You know, whoever wins. No, that's what I'm saying. This is, I mean, everything's uh, really looking good for me, right? Like, uh, it definitely looks like it's aligning perfect to for a mega huge fight for all the bouts. With you know me, the biggest fighter in the lightweight division, I I respect, I humbly say because I think that's just what it is. And me and Cambosis will 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 throw a huge fight, and me and Devin will throw a huge fight. Either way, it will be a massive fight. So, like you said, I'm I'm very I'm very excited at just the possibility of getting a shot at all the titles. Like man, that's gonna be that's gonna be amazing. And I, I'm I hope Cambosis wins so I could do it earlier. <laughs> right, understood. Uh, now, I just wanted to ask you about one other thing. I mean, the big story in boxing right now coming off the, this past weekend, of course, is the big mega fight that happened in Las Vegas between Canelo Alvarez and Dimitri Bivol. Dimitri Bivol, of course, scored the upset with the decision, retained his light heavyweight world title. Look, everybody knows the story. You, you trained with Canelo and Eddie Reynoso for a while. Uh, the breakup was maybe not the smoothest thing ever, but I wondered if you had any thoughts on uh, Canelo's performance and the way that Bivol fought uh, because you know him so well from all the time you spent training with him and Eddie. Yeah, I mean, look at I don't want people to think I'm salty or, or, or upset because mm-hmm. or happy he lost. Like that's just not my character. Um, do I feel like justice was served because of the things that they, you know, Canelo said about me when I didn't have a fight coming up. I had nothing to say. He had a fight coming. I can't say anything. I just got to take it on the chin. Do I feel like, you know, karma or just, you know, all that? Uh, yeah, I do, but I don't really want to say it because I don't want people to think like, I care that much. Like, I do care, but not that much. And then talking about the fight, that was uh, that's what I kind of expected. I mean, I had an uh, interview with Dan, I forgot his name, Dan Cabio. Uh, Dan Cabio. Can, you know, Cabio, I'm sure. Yeah, if you, if you guys watched that, I mean, I broke it down perfect. I literally said, uh, basically, if anybody's going to be Canal, it's this guy. And I said, the reasoning is because Canelo, from watching him in the gym, he has one gear that he sticks to and, and, and just hopes, in hopes that the guy cannot handle that initial pressure when it, he breaks the range and then he could hit him with a hard shot with either a hook or right hand or a body shot. And you can't, just you just can't fight that way with a guy as skilled as Baval with a fast jab, hard jab. Um, beautiful technique. You, you have to, like, if Canelo really wanted to win and they really thought of a strategy, to me it's very simple. Make it ugly a little bit. Kind of dirty boxing type of Julio Cesar Chavez type of style. You know what I mean? Yes. Don't even worry about power shots. Just keep smothering Baval because Baval, you could see, doesn't really like the inside. I mean, he's, he's obviously a taller fighter. So if he if they really thought in that way, 
they would have had a way better chance to win. Not saying they would have won, but a way better chance to win. Uh, but like I said, that I think it's just a bad game plan from Canelo, and he needs to. I don't want to speak on how he should fight, but maybe he should have another gear. Do you think that he should go for the rematch? Or was a lot of conversation afterwards. He has the right to that. He won't, he won't. He won't win the rematch, in my opinion. Really? I don't think it makes sense. I think it make most. What makes the most sense for him is to fight Triple G. Nobody even cares that he really lost. Okay, so if he fights Triple G, that's still hype. If he wins, he's back on top. But I don't know how he's going to do it. And uh, maybe I don't know. I don't know. But I think that's the best. The best move. All right, Ryan, I appreciate your uh, your thoughts on your own upcoming schedule, certainly on uh, the Cambosis and Devin Haney fight, and, of course, on the Canelo Alvarez fight. Can't thank you enough for joining me today. Thank you very much, Ryan Garcia. Good luck with everything. You're the best, Dan. You're the best. You know I got love for you. <laughs> appreciate it, my man. So there we go. Great stuff, again, from Dan Raphael. That's why he's our content partner here as part of Big Fight Weekend. And uh, we love his insight. Reminder, again, follow or subscribe on the Big Fight Weekend podcast feed. Just search under Big Fight Weekend, however you found us. Social media link, whether you found us through uh, the Big Fight Weekend website, Dan Raphael's newsletter, his Substack, Fight Freaks Unite, whatever it is, follow or subscribe. Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast under Big Fight Weekend, and you will get coverage just like this, exclusive content, interviews, just like Dan talking with Ryan Garcia, just like what you have heard. We'll see what happens uh, with Garcia and whether it goes to purse bid or not, or they get a deal done uh, between uh, Ryan Garcia and Isak Cruz coming for later this year. Timeline probably late summer, early fall, something like September, October, you would think those two would be in action. Let's find out. And as always, thank you for finding us on the Big Fight Weekend podcast feed. Fight Freaks Unite is what you located here with Dan Rayfield, that interview. And we will talk to you in the preview mode for Charlo Castaño to the rematch. Coming up Saturday night on Showtime, Carson, California, undisputed junior middleweight world championship. Four belts on the line. We'll preview it starting Friday as part of Big Fight Weekend and obviously Fight Freaks Unite. I'm TJ Reeves. Thank you for being with us here on this special edition of the Fight Freaks Unite podcast.